BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. <laughs> I'm making that crazy voice because I'm so excited. It's time to have Babsy back on the pod. Hey, Mama. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Every time I come home, I get so many DMs like, please record with your mom. <laughs> they love us. They they love our, qu- our, our crazy twin voices. <laughs> yeah, we do sound alike. Oh, man. Um, the last time you were on, I have not heard the end of that. Between you, the strap-on jokes, oh, and then dad's no. story. Oh, no. Just, <laughs> just so you know, every single one of Taylor's family members has heard that podcast. No. Oh, he is so bad. I cannot <laughs> believe the things he says. It's like he thinks nobody's listening. I know. And that's what did they say? They loved it. They thought They're it was fabulous. Horrified. But they were slightly dying. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so embarrassed. I know. Me too. I cannot show my face in public anymore because of you. Well, speaking of embarrassment, because- embarrassment is the theme of the podcast today. Oh, um, no. And we have a lot Here to get we go to. again. I know. I know. But don't worry. I'm actually, I have a story to tell you. Huh. That I was going to do a solo podcast about, but I felt like if I did it solo, I wouldn't hold myself accountable enough. And the person that I'd be, it's because it involves me and somebody else. Okay. Uh Oh, I'm very afraid. And the person that I was going to tell a story about, I like, I tend to do this where I really do try to make myself the bad guy, like a lot, like even with like Tay, I really do because like, because here's the thing is I'm, I'm, I'm crazy and I know it. And like, but like my stories are so wild and like in the moment, like I obviously don't think I'm the bad guy. No, like in, in the, the moment, moment, you think you are so justified. Totally. I've seen you in those moments. But then when I reflect back, I'm like, oh, I did a bad again. But like the thing is, is. <laughs> it doesn't take you long though. That's the crazy thing. Well, I'm getting thing. better. It's called evolution. That's right. Yes. Yes. We're growing. But I definitely like, I try to go out of my way to make sure like I'm not like dragging the person under the bus because like it's not fair to do the bad thing to them and then fucking talk about it in the podcast and then make them the bad guy. True. And but I do it because I'm a monster narcissist. <laughs> but it, and, and, it, it depends it, though. Honest to God, it depends upon the situation. Okay, fine. Sometimes they do deserve something. Girl, they you do. know it. Girl, you know it. But, but other my times, my biggest enabler is here right now. Other times you are whacked. Sometimes you are way off. 
I can be you're paranoid. Out of line. I can be a paranoid girl. A little bit. Yes, Some, sometimes. So anyway, so you're going to hear this story, but I'm happy you're here because sometimes when I'm telling the story in order to explain to people how I got there, because I'm also like, I mean, I'll throw myself under the bus, but like only to so like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm crazy, but like there was a reason why I did it. Right. But I think it's good to have somebody else, a part of this storytelling process of like for the sake of this story, yeah. because the person I did it to, I really love. Uh-oh. You're going to be so mad at me. Oh, no. Tay-Tay, what did you do? <laughs> well, we're going to put a pin in. We're about to get to it. Before we get to you anything. You need to let me, like, jump in your back pocket. You need to take me everywhere. I'm like your little conscience. I, I need to pull you out of bad situations and save you quite often. I know. Well, actually, that's my wife's job now, and she fucking sucks at it. Oh, no. I have to give her lessons. Yeah. I'm not sure how great I am at it either, actually, but... you I mean, there was a time where I yelled at Zach's roommate, and you oh did not, not enable me. No, that was insane. She was staring. Well, but honestly... I still, I still shouldn't have done what I did. No, honestly... Don't forget Zach could hear this. I know, but she has, like, very... Starey eyes. Beautiful eyes. No, she's a White Walker from fucking no, Game of Thrones. No, stop. Do not say that. <laughs> It's not an they insult. They have beautiful no, eyes. She and has, they're zombies. No, no, she's not a zombie. No, she's gorgeous. She has very beautiful eyes, but they are very unique, piercing. And way. I know that's not a nice. Word. I'm not trying to be mean, but like they're like they're so clear. They're crystal, crystal clear, clear blue. They are, and so you can't help but notice them. But then she like looks into your soul, yeah. which is fine when she's talking to you. But when she's looking into the soul of your beautiful partner, yes. You were a little paranoid that day. Uh, you think? Just a little. No, I've gotten better. So anyway, so I, yeah, I do have a story. So the theme of this podcast is embarrassment, okay? Oh, oh, no. And I'm going to tell an embarrassing story. We're also going to talk about maybe start thinking about times that I've embarrassed you as a parent. All right. Because if you were here for the thing that I did, you would be, I think I would have embarrassed you really in that moment. It all started a couple weeks ago. I've held this inside you guys for a long time. Listen, if you listen to the Taylor Tracker show, you get my stream of consciousness because it's every single day. And I tried to save up like um, the best of the best for you guys, like of like my daily stories. But sometimes I just takes me a while to get to things. So this happened like a couple weeks ago. OK, yeah. So Tay and I got invited to the Real Housewives of New York City premiere party. I OK, know. so let me just give a little backstory With on that. my friend Uba. Yeah, this is the best. OK, okay. so we're invited to Roni premiere party. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be clear. We weren't invited as Pratt. OK, we were invited by Uba herself. So. If you don't know, let me just explain real quick. So Uba and I have been friends for a really long time. At least 10 years. No. What? Oh, my fuck. You're yes, right. Before you met Teddy. <gasps> I was with husband. Yes. Because she was there and she was like, amore, amore. She was yes. very much a part of me. Like, you know, I, I, she was a sounding board. So when I was divorcing husband, I made a conscious decision to start making new friends outside of our friend group because I kind of got sucked in his, into his social circle, which right. you can attest to. Right. And also, like, my college girlies also kind of got sucked in. So it was like my own world was cross-pollinated with his world. Then we were really deep in his world, too. So I remember thinking to myself, because it took me a long time to build the courage to do this. But I remember thinking, I have to make my own friends. And I was, yes. And you needed new, supportive, kind. Yes. Really yes. good people. This is the thing, too. I think when people hear that someone's getting a divorce, like, like even, like, Eva Longoria right now and Joe Mangianella or, like, uh, Ariana Grande, like, we hear it and we're like, it just happened. It's like. Bitch. Oh, it's been in the it's works. It's been in the works for yeah. months, if not years. Oh, totally. Because people try to make it work. You try. You don't just give up. <clears throat> so when I really, like, I mean, I think I've said this before, but, like, I started to look at real estate because I'm a... I remember. She's a superficial freak. Superficial <laughs> freak. She's superficial freak. Yeah. Like, that's... I'm a... I, like, I like nice things. 
So I was like, I need to see if I can even afford to, to divorce Wasband. Because mm-hmm. I was like, if I have to live in a shanty with the roommates, I simply will stay miserable forever. <laughs> so I, I was like, I was printing out, like I would get home from work and I print out like all of these like I, you apartments. You called me a few times and said, listen to this place. And look, look what I found and now. And I stuck it in a drawer. I didn't like hide, try to hide it, but I stuck it in a drawer in our guest room. And I remember one time he came out of the room and he was like, what are these? And I was like, I am divorcing you and I'm <laughs> looking for apartments. So anyway, whatever. But my point is, is I was like setting the stage with a bunch of stuff, finances, um, looking at real estate. Like I was like doing the work. And a part of that journey was making new friends. Right. So when we were done, I'd have a support system because you guys live not in New York. And his away. whole family is like all over the Tri-State area. And I was like, mm. I need to have a support system too. And unfortunately, my friends from college have been compromised because he took their husband's golfing and you can't trust men in golf. He so, bought their friendship. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And you didn't have enough money to buy anybody's And friendship. I didn't have a golf <laughs> membership. So how will I make friends? So what did I do? I did what I always do, which I had my mommy and fucking daddy make it for me, like the biggest loser ever. The first time this happened, we were in Cabo San Lucas. I remember it. I was 17. I was dating this boy you that were. you hated. And you weren't miserable. I was lame as a robin. You were away from him. I would just listen to fish and like divided sky and just like cry. I'd listen to like fish played like the vacuum cleaner. You know, they do that. That's an instrument they play. And I'd be like, I miss my boyfriend. And meanwhile, we're in this beautiful place with a pool and like these teenage kids hanging out, going out at night. Wasn't quite 18, but I was so close to 18. And mom and dad, go have fun. You guys were strict, but you guys were like, you're in Cabo. You're legal. They won't check your ID. Please. We made friends for you at the hot tub with these boys. Please go, go. be with them. Meet a new boyfriend, please. So they made friends for me. And I went out with these guys and they were great, whatever. But I would always like laugh like what a loser. My parents made friends with me on like a vacation. That's like so embarrassing. <laughs> so here we are again. So I made some of my own friends, mom. Okay? <laughs> You're very capable. I made friends with Andy, my, lo- my love, Andy Potamkin, who yes. I just adore. Yeah. I love her so much. But and, I found Uba. Wait, yes. But then Teddy, who's now my wife, yeah. she was a new friend I had made right. through work. So nice. Um, her sister, Allie, at the time, and obviously my sister-in-law now. But like, I was, I was, I was curating my own friend group. Yeah. And don't forget, my bestie, Saucy, lived across the country. Right. So I was really making a point to do this. And you were aware that I was doing this, too. You were making a point, too, of finding really like good people. Oh, like really, exceptional. And you all, had been through the ringer with some really nasty, nasty girls. girls. Nasty. Yeah. I yeah. mean, my sister-in-law now, who I'm fucking obsessed with, Ashley, we always talk about how we we're like the same person. So when we met each other, we were like, oh my God. You bonded up. the bestie. Like we were so excited. Mean girls. No, we like Ashley and I definitely, we got the short end of the stick in the friendship department. Yeah. Totally. Like we completely relate on that. Yeah. And now finally in our like 40s, literally, because Ashley and I just were the same age. We finally feel like we have these like incredible friends. And yeah. like, listen, not to shit on all my friends over the no, years. No. Like I've had like individual friends here and there that have been great. But like I've like when it came to groups of girls, I've got shit and track record. World friends were. Don't even. Yeah. The audience knows, really mom. Difficult. The know. audience knows. They're like, Babette, you're enabling her again. Stop. So we were at Soho House, me and you. And I was like, you know, licking my wounds and being like, when I get a divorce, I'm not going to be able to be a member here anymore. Anyway, <laughs> so we we're drinking wine. You were like the best, best friend when I was getting a divorce, yeah. mom. So you were like there, full support. So we're just laying there and we're like probably talking mad shit. Yeah, and all of a sudden, the pool. this gorgeous, gorgeous creature walks in. What, what would you say it was? It was probably, it was probably like what? Like, September, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but it was warm. Warm. We were out sitting by the pool and she walked up and I think 
tell me no. if this is right. You're already wrong. I know you are. She something fell out of her hand. Oh, maybe and blew into the air like a recede. No, or, nice try, psycho stalker. No, yes. Listen, I this, picked it up for her no, and I gave it to her. Nice try. Really? Yes. This is how Here's I remember what it. We were laying. She walked in, and you went like this. Oh my god. She is a supermodel. And I, I said, remember Mom, that. be cool. Because yes. we had just in this thing where we were at, oh, we weren't, we didn't do that yet. But remember when we went to um, Marie's Crisis and Judy Dench and I oh. sang, and you were being such a fucking no, freak was, over her. I was so cool. You were not. I, I did you not. You went to her family said, is that the Dame Judy Dench? And then I came back from talking to them and she was talking to you. Yeah, she was trying to run away from you when there were no, only six people there. she didn't there. even see me approach them. You're a psycho liar. You're a psycho no. bitch. <laughs> you are. So anyway. You not talk to your mama like that. I'll wait to hear my story. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no. Here we go. <laughs> so, so, Uba comes in and you go, that is a supermodel. And I said, mom, be cool. Don't be all uncool. Like in New York, we pretend like we don't see celebrities. Like I know that's the that. way it goes. I know, but she was spectacular. Well, now the world knows, right? Legs for like, uh, legs up to my Six neck. Six feet tall. Yeah. Like she, just spectacular. <laughs> She's one of the most beautiful creatures on the face of the planet. She is. And we know lots of beautiful creatures. I know. She really is. I mean, spectacular. Nothing like her though. So she walks in and so, okay. So we're like laying across the pool from her. And I said, mom, leave her alone. So then I didn't just go walk over. To listen her. to me. So then the sun is shifting. <laughs> no, you listen to me. The sun is shifting. Yeah. So then we moved our seats because we were like in the shade. So then we were moving closer to her. Okay. Like any creep would. No, this is making sense. I'm, I'm and you kept like, oh, I, I'm going to just go over. I said, mom, enough. Just get more rosé and leave her alone. And then we were sitting there and a receipt flew out of her hand. I forgot that part, but now you're putting it together. Yeah. So then you had a reason to go over and you did. Babsy is like the reason people live blessed lives versus I believe maybe not so much. There's a lot of factors, but I think a major one is when opportunity strikes, you grab it and you're an opportunity grabber. Yeah. So you said, I want to talk to her. I don't care what my daughter says. This is going to be amazing. You grabbed it and you went over to me and started talking to her. So then the two of you are talking. I'm like dying, rolling my eyes. So embarrassed. My mom is embarrassing me so much. (laughs) And then I don't know what you said to her, but you guys were talking kind of one-on-one for a little bit. What did you say? So I walked over and handed her the receipt. She said, amore. And I said, you, I just have to say, you are so beautiful. I said, you're stunning. You must be a supermodel. And she kind of giggled. And she said, let's just say... People take a lot of pictures of me. Let's just say, yeah. Yeah. I love her. Oh, she's a model. I knew it. She was a model. I knew it. I knew it. So then she started talking to us. Right. And she stayed for hours. You guys, literally, it was three hours. The sun was out. It was probably like about to go down. Like maybe it was like three ish, four ish. I remember us singing outside with towels wrapped around us because it got chilly. Because it got so chilly. Yeah. And basically, I don't know how it started. I mean, the audience is like, bitch, I know how it started. All you do is talk about the husband. So hello. <laughs> but we started talking about life. My mom was basically, you basically said to Uba, like, I feel like this is kismet because like you, my daughter is like going through a really hard time in her life. She's like about to get a divorce. And she's like, just like surrounded by a lot of people that don't support her. And like, I just think you kind of said to her, you're like a wonderful light and yes. I feel like we're the same person and I live in Boston and I need you to take care of yes. my baby. Yes. Like I need you to be her protector. So like you have this like kind aura about you. Yes. She does. Which too. she does. And I said, I just, yeah, I feel and like she this said, was a gift. I will. I will. And, and she did. So here we go again. My mom's making <laughs> friends for me. But you picked a good one this time. Aren't you glad? 
so glad. She's so then the she fucking followed through and she would reach out to me and text me and we'd go to Soho House and then sometimes we'd run into each other. And she actually met Wesbin a couple times. She followed me on Instagram yes. and I followed her and we commented on each other's. And what else did she do? Oh, I bought her hot sauce when she came out with hot oh, sauce. Oh, that was years later. And yeah. But, but no, no, she invited you to some things with husband. Um, yes. Yes. Good call. You're right. So I remember. We became friends at the telltale tail end. Like this was like, I mean, I probably met her a month before I started to talk to like a lawyer. Right. Um, oh, so, you were definitely. But I remember I told her, I said, I, you know, I'm I don't, because she would say, I want to hang out with you. As I said, I don't want to hang out with you and him. And she said, why? I said, because I'm going to get a divorce. Right. And you were my friend. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I need my own friends. Right. So she, you know, and she was very much like, oh, Amore, he's a nice guy, which I totally get. Um, but she you always said he was a nice guy. Oh, he it was really was his family. No, it really was. No, no, no. Like, I really like I know I divorced him and obviously we had our stuff, too. But like, I really don't feel like I divorced him. I feel like I divorced his family. Like, I really don't feel hard feelings against him. I feel no, them I against know. other you people said that to him. Absolutely. So anyway, but um, so, yeah. So she was like, I mean, Uba had a first class seat to every all like the, the most chaotic times of my life really yeah. um and she was just a wonderful friend and a total rock and so i started to like i remember there's a picture on my instagram of fashion week and it was like uba and andy because they became friends oh, yeah. and then me and stassi came into town and then like tay was there like taking pictures of us like it was like a crew i curated right, right. and it, it, it felt like really like fucking badasses and i was like we, like, I can, with this crew of women, I can do anything. Right. If I didn't have that group of women, it was not that many either. I mean, I don't think I would have had the courage to go through with what I went through. So when I say Uba is so important to me, there are no words. Oh, she was. And right then I remember there. when we got, um, you don't like this story, but when I moved out of the apartment and I needed a guarantor for my apartment at 15 yes. William. Yes. And dad, like, didn't want to guarantor me. Dad said, absolutely not. It's New York City. Those people are ruthless. If she cannot pay her rent, they're going to, or if anything ever happens to Taylor, yes. that's what he said. Yeah. If anything ever happens to Taylor, I'm going to be paying Taylor's rent oh, for the next. And I interpreted that as you saying, if somebody kills me, he'll have to pay my rent. See how fun it is when you tell stories with the person who was actually yeah, there. That's a pretty good idea, isn't it? To actually get the real story. Uh, whatever. It was, still wasn't very nice. You should well, get, you're I my, know. I'm your daughter. Okay. I would have done it, but you know your father. I know my father. Well, dad now is different, but yes, absolutely. But you got mad at me because I was the, I was the messenger. The moral of the story is, <laughs> is I was like, I can't afford this apartment without a guarantor and my parents won't do it because they think someone's going to kill me and they don't even care. No, and then, no, so that was my version. No, no, this is good. We're having this out. So sad. That's and then, awful. And then Uba said. Ogre parents. And then Uba said, Amore, I I'll guarantee your apartment. I'm a model. I make lots of, I, I can know. afford this. And I, I was like, holy shit. Uba let me stay in her apartment when I had no place to stay. I mean, this woman. She's amazing. There are no words. So Did I pick a good one or what? At least give me credit for that. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ibotta. Do you know Ibotta? Let me tell you a little something. About Ibotta. Okay, so I've been taking like a bunch of little mini vacays this whole summer. Maybe you're about to go on your summer vacation that you've been planning. And here's the deal. We love a vacation, but guess what I don't love? The dreaded buying of all the necessities before I go on vacation. It's the worst, right? Well, not when you've got Ibotta on your side. Because guess what? You stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return. Yes. So Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce, 
to personal care, to pantry goods, so you can actually make sure that you're like beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. And it's so easy. You either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and you get your cash back. It's literally that easy. So the average Ibotta user earns about $120 per year. Uh Uh-huh. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you could use your cash back to buy that flight that you've been eyeing. Or if you're like my wife, you can go to that game you're dying to go to. Or if you're like me, that fancy dinner that you've been craving. Now, see, other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real hard cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards, whatever you like. And you can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers when you start with Ibotta. You've got like Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, so much more. And right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code Taylor when you register. It's that easy. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free, free Ibotta app and use code Taylor. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R. Again, just go to Ibotta. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Taylor. You're going to thank me. And now back to the podcast. Out of the blue, I get a DM from Uba like literally uh, like a year ago. Like, Amore, where are you? Amore, Amore, I, I miss you, I miss you, I love you, I love you. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, Amore, I miss you too. I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> let's get together. And I did not know this yet, but like a week or two after she DM'd me, I know I'm a social climber, but I'm not that disgusting. Okay, guys? <laughs> it came out, it was all these rumors in the Bravo sphere that Uba was going to be a housewife. And I'm like, oh my fucking shit. So I DM her and I'm like, is this true, bitch? And she's just like, Amore, I love you. Nothing. Like she she, she, she can't confirm it, you right, know? Right. Which I was like, but I know Uba. I was like, it'd be a no if it was a no. So nothing is a yes. And like, right. yeah. but <clears throat> thank God. And also this is so Uba. Of course she reached out to me knowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she also, because we were talking about, she's like, you're the, you're the whole reason I know about the housewives. You're the whole reason I know about Bravo. Like, you're the reason it was even on my radar to even, like, say yes and be open to it. So I'm so, like, leave it to Uba to reach out to me because she's like, That's I'm not so going to make Maya Moore social climb me. I'm going to go back and let her social climb me. Yeah, I'm going to pull her up. Exactly. <laughs> so is that why she took you to the premiere? Yes, so, yes, oh, yes, so yes. So, so she so reached adorable. out and then once she could, like, confirm that she was on, she confirmed. And then this past winter, Tay and I ran into her at um, Polo Bar and we were like catching up and kicking and she's like, I miss you guys. I was like, so same, same, like we got to get together. And so we've been talking about making plans, but like we'll make plans and it falls through, whatever, whatever. So it's been literally like seven years since I've seen her, which is yeah. crazy. Wow. And she takes you to the premiere. I DM'd her and said, I cannot wait to see you shine like the star that you are uh, on Bravo. She she's, is. She's great. So she invited me and Tay to go to the Roni premiere. So exciting. So I was like, oh, my God, this is so great. I can't wait. Like, it's amazing. And like, there was a lot of press there. But like, we were in the <laughs> VIP section with Uba. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, but so when we were like going back and forth about going, she said, here's like the PR contact and you should walk the red carpet. So she said, like, you're my guest and you're in VIP. So like, walk the red carpet like you deserve to. And I was like, ah, and I was like, very like, this is about you. You love a red carpet. It's not your. I really don't love a red carpet. Thing. It makes me very insecure. Yes. But like, I also was like, and oh, and also this is like something that bonds us. I mean, we're bonded, but like. So I have been saying to Claudia, you need to meet Uba. And anyway, so the end before all of this. Yes. Yes. But like when I found out she's going to be on the Real Housewives, I was like, oh, my God, Brian, Claudia, like you got to meet Uba. You're going to die for Uba. And 
Claudia went to a like an influencer event, and guess who she was sitting right next to? No. Uba. Uba. So then they bonded. Just the best and thing they ever. Knew you had a, you were mutual friends yes. with you. Uba invited Claudia to the premiere too, but Claudia has a, a pre um, existing whatever work yes, thing she had to yeah. do. But anyway, but no, but like, it's just, it's so fun. So, um, so she was like, you should watch red carpet. And I was like, okay. And I had this fabulous outfit that I got from Zara. Oh, fucking Zara. Get me an affiliate link, bitches. And <laughs> it was silver and see-through. So it's very bold, but like, I'm in a new body. I'm down 20, 25 pounds, but I'm still not, I'm still, I stay, I weigh more than you still. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm losing weight, but like people still need to understand there's so much weight that I want to lose. Like, I don't want people to think that I'm just like, I'm hot shit now like I'm still I still have insecurities oh but you feel much better much but I'm right. still not like I am naked no. so <laughs> this was kind of like one of those like naked outfits you know like yeah. all these TikTok girls and Instagram I girls I saw a picture of it so it's like basically I'm wearing like a bikini it's a high waist yeah. high waist and no my kamali it's, it's, it's pretty modest though really yeah I mean it but it, but it, but but I'm essentially wearing. You can see my bikini through my pants. Right, but it's a very modest bikini. Yeah, high waisted. Yeah, and then like a bandeau top, and then right. like it's like sheer. It, it, I mean, it, listen, it's like with all these crazy sheer outfits these girls are wearing I these know. days, it is very modest. But yeah. still, like, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I have a wedgie, and everybody can see it. Did you have a wedgie all night long? Oh no. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway. Like, Did you have to pick your wedgie in front of people? Yeah. And people could see you picking no, your wedgie? there were girls behind me at the bar, and they were like this, no. hello, wedgie. And I was like, Stop. I turned around, I was like, I know you can see my wedgie. <laughs> of course you I'm did. naked. Of course you did. So I'm not doing well, you know? I know. Oh, that's so you. And here's a little that's fun. What I love about you, though. You're so crazy. Here's a little fun fact about me, okay? okay. I turned into a monster before a red carpet. Ugh. I will do a podcast where I will break down every single red carpet I've ever been on. With Taylor Donahue, because she's been at most <gasps> with me. You were a monster before the red carpet. The first time you went on a red carpet, you were a monster. We called you, remember? Dad and I called you and said, we're You're the reason I became a monster. You're like, wear the red dress and not the white dress. The white dress is horrible. And you were like this. Thanks a lot. I've already left the house in the white dress. Well, I did. Nice, nice to make no. me feel so confident about myself. No, this is what you said. And you hung you up on us. You said to me, you look thinner in the red dress than oh. the white. And that is psychological abuse. Oh, my God. And I already left in the white dress. And I didn't said. ask you to vote. I asked my audience to vote. And guess what? I already knew the dress I was wearing. It was performative. I'm in your audience. I'm allowed You're to vote. You're my parents. You're not an audience member. I listen. Anyway, I, I can't go down. Yeah, so it's actually... Your fault. I yelled at Taylor the whole time in a white limousine, which I said last week, and I'll say it again, is abuse enough. Yes. Being in a white stretch limousine is abusive enough. I don't need to. I screamed her the whole time. Want to know why? Why? Because she had the audacity to wear high heels. Oh, my god! I want her to wear flats. Okay. And then I wouldn't let her on the red carpet. You're a monster. I'm an asshole. Oh, my God. So many, so many, You're so, so many. You're so lucky. She loves you so I much. I literally know. So red carpets and I do not have a good track record, okay? But I'm feeling better. Yes. I'm on my crazy pills. I go to therapy. <laughs> I'm in love with my wife. I'm on the Zemps. I'm losing weight. I'm wearing an outfit. My mother-in-law was staying with us. So she was like, oh, my God, Taylor Strecker. Oh, this outfit. It's the most gorgeous outfit I've ever seen in my entire life. Go on Zara right now and buy three more. You need to wear this to every... I mean... <sighs> I was getting hyped the fuck up. Like, I was Love like, Annie. I am feeling myself. Like, Good girl, Annie. Yes. So I am feeling myself. I am like, let's do the damn da -da -da thing. I'm getting my, I have like a, a regular a tan, not even a spray tan. Oh. My toes, my, my tan toes. Oh. I'm ready to crush this red carpet. You're looking so good. I'm feeling so good. But I overestimated the power of the red carpet, Mom. Why? Overestimate Because I just, I thought I was in a good place. But what I realized was the power of the carpet is stronger than the power of me. What happened? So we're on our way to the red carpet. 
And we decided let's do, Annie was going to go see a show by herself. It was her last night staying with us. So, and also like, I'm not really good with house guests, as you know. And then also we were about to leave for two weeks. Okay. And I'm not really good with traveling and packing. Right. Like there was a lot. I just see it for myself a little bit. Anxiety a lot around of anxiety around and leaving the house. And this is, or, we're going to this event yes, the night before so we're fucking leaving for a two-week trip. Yeah. I'm just a little on edge. Stressed. And so we had to go to dinner at 5.45 to get there on time, right? And Tay's sister, Allie, was meeting us as well. So 5.45, we had to get to dinner. Tay is taking her goddamn sweet ass time. So I pushed the reservation back to 6.15. We're already a half an hour behind schedule. So we have to rush for this dinner, okay? Oh, yeah. So we get an Uber. You should have skipped dinner. Well, mm, mm. Mm. so we, I, but I should have said something. Right. But at this point now, it's like, well, these are the plans. we got to stick to the plans. So we get out of the Uber and Annie is like, my mother-in-law, I'm just saying this for the audience because I know you know who it yeah. is. Um, she's like, you guys look so gorgeous. I have to take a picture of the two of you. You look so gorgeous. Oh, so, nice. so she takes a picture and then she's like, mm, try this, try, try, try this light. You know, the lighting wasn't good, which is a, just remember girls, find your fucking light or else <laughs> this could happen to you. Oh no. So what happened? She takes like three pictures and then I'm like, let me see them. And I'm like, I'm going to look so gorgeous. Like, cause I'm feeling myself. Yeah. I look like a fucking lumpkin Lou. What? I look did? like this, like, like, <gasps> if, like if the way I looked had a noise, it'd be like, <gasps> donkey. Like wait, wait, I looked wait. horrible posture. What? She showed you the picture she took on the phone. I look like a thought- dump truck and not like in a good way. Not like that is like what baby moved that thong all night long. It was just like, like I look like dumpy and like not chic. And like I was wearing ugly white underpants and I was just oh, like, this Tay. outfit fucking sucks. She oh my God. I've looked that bad. She said you looked beautiful. And that's why she was taking a picture. And I, and she said, oh, you look beautiful. I said, listen, I believe I look good in person, but this outfit doesn't photograph well. I'm oh, not no. doing the red carpet. And so I'm like fucking freaked. heartbroken. I fucking freaked. And I was like, I should have got my hair done. I should have got my oh. lashes done. Like I was beating myself the fuck up. And so I know Annie's like freaking, right? Because she's like, oh my God, I want her to feel good about herself. And she looks so beautiful. So she's like, let's try again. Let's take more pictures. It is nice. But this is where everybody went wrong. Because when I am in this state, leave me alone. I'm so scared. Let me lick my goddamn wounds, okay? In the corner by myself. And my wife should know this. You know what? I'm going to blame Taylor Donahue for this one. (laughs) So then Tay goes, let me see the picture. And she looks, she goes, well, it's because your arm's like, down put it like to the side and i'm like oh we're gonna oh fucking creative director of my life right now Uh-oh. oh 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 okay and meanwhile did you she's, say that no i said in my head but she's <laughs> saying they're so gorgeous and i said no i really don't want to take another picture and then tay's mom went put your bag on the ground like maybe so you can like work on the pose because you're gonna go right carpet and i was like i can't put my bag on the ground <laughs> annie Oh, no. And I go like this. It's a Bottega bag. Oh, no. And I can't put it on the ground. And someone's going to steal it. God. Taylor. Oh, oh we're not God. there. Oh, no, that's not it. And so she's like, oh, shut up, bitch. She did not say <laughs> No, that. Annie's funny. Annie will I, give it to me. Annie's like, oh, stop being a bitch. Like, stand there. Like, yeah. 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 So she's like, you're gorgeous. Come on. Like, just one more time. But now it's like, Tay's like, put your arm here. And then Annie's like, put your arm like this. And I'm just like, Oh, Don't no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, and I'm just feeling so gross. And also, I'm like, we are late. Oh, yeah. No picture. And I'm starving. Oh, no. I need to go eat a crumb of bread on my Ozempic. <laughs> and Annie, Annie is holding my phone. <laughs> Mom, I walk over to her. Hold this. Hold your phone. Stop. I have, we're going to have to recreate this so people oh, can see it. God. Hold the phone out, okay? All right. 
I walk over to her, so like you're taking a picture, like hold the other way, oh, like yeah. you're taking a picture, okay, okay like this, yeah. And I, but 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 put it down, like you can look at me. I go like this. <gasps> oh, the dog just barked. That's how bad it was. Papa. I, I ripped the phone out of her hands. Open your sister is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> I ripped the phone out of her hands, and I went like this. Enough, Taylor. And then the and then I went like this. I'm not doing the red carpet. And I walked in the restaurant ahead of them. And Tay had to be like, Tay do. Taylor goes psycho. <gasps> Annie was in a state of shock. Oh, no. And Annie's tough shit. And she was like, <gasps> oh, oh, no. no. And oh, I don't know if she was like upset that I was upset or if she was like, that felt abusive. <laughs> that felt abusive. It's more like it, Taylor. Let's be honest. So we went to the restaurant and I was like, I am mad and I am allowed to be mad. Right. You know? Are you really? Oh, you know me. Oh, my God. And then we sat on the table and it was weird. And then I was like, oh, no, I did bad, bad. And then... Are you looking to me for comfort? Because I am so bathos listen, right listen. now. And so, no, 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 no. Taylor, you should not have done that. No shit, Sherlock! <laughs> so then I was like, oh, God. And then, like... That's your mother-in-law that you're going to have to spend the rest of your life up. with. <laughs> and then I looked at her and I was like, Annie, I'm really sorry. And oh, I was God. like, I am a freak before red carpets. <laughs> good, good. Tell it like it is. And that I, I was like, I'm a freak before red carpets. You are. And like, I totally lost my cool. And like, you did nothing wrong. It's all my own shit. And like, I really do feel like I look good in the outfit. But like, I just, I feel so like photographs so bad. And I'm just not going to do red carpet. And that's it. And don't bring it up anymore. And I love you. And I'm sorry. Good. And she you was apologize. like, Don't yes. And she was like, it's you. okay. She was like, it's okay. Oh. And so then when the bill came, we were all going to like split it. And then I was like, so dinner's on me because I'm oh, an asshole. Of course. Well, good. Okay. Okay. That helps. And then, and then Tay was like, um, cause we had been talking about like money stuff earlier in the day, just like me and Tay budgeting. And like, you know, Tay has like some debt that we're like trying to like consolidate. And so like, I was saying like that I was paying for this, that and the other one. And he was like, that's so nice that you're paying for that. Like you're so generous. And like, um, and what's the word? Um, yeah, generous. You're so you're so like generous and like, whatever. Yes. Yeah. And she go and, and so then Tay was like, um, Tay made a joke, which was also stupid. Oh no. And so I picked up the bill and then Tay goes, she asked, she goes, Hey, yeah, every time Tay acts bad, she pays up the bill. Why do you think she's like she's giving me so much, like whatever? Like she's helped me out so yeah, much. Yeah. And then Annie goes like this, is that true? And I was uh, like, <laughs> You just took away all the good things I've done. <laughs> Your face. So then I went over to her and I snatched the bag out of her hand. No, no I'm joking. I'm joking. Not. Oh, Tay, you got to get this under control. So anyway, you got to get this. So under then control. that night, so then that night when she joined, because we were having a snack to eat after the uh, premiere of Roni with Uba. Mm -hmm. After we were there, Annie like joined us and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she was like, please stop, please stop, please stop. Because Annie's not like, like, strikers want to talk their feelings to death. Don Hughes we, are like, oh, yeah. no, they never happen. Oh, we talk through everything. Next time I see her, I'm going to tell her that oh, when my you were an infant, we dropped you on your head. <laughs> And you have a little bit of a disorder that we don't like. Honestly, to, that we don't like to talk about because it makes us feel so guilty as parents. <laughs> but it's all our I fault. I co-signed it. And then, and then when we got home, she was like looking at pictures because I took we took pictures when I was there that were actually good. And I said, "See, and it wasn't your fault. It was the lighting's fault." And then she said, "Oh my god, so cute! Can I like look at them?" And then she sent them to herself, and then she posted them without my permission. No, she didn't. Yes, but I didn't say anything because. I deserve it. And, but, but they were good pictures, so it doesn't matter. Um, but she did post it before I had a chance to. That's not like the coolest thing in the world, but, <laughs> but we forgive her. But I'm okay. Now you're kind of. No, now I can never get mad at her again for the rest of my life. Oh, you're in. Anyway, so. Um, you're going to pay for this one. No, but I've apologized like a million times. And she literally was like, please, please, please stop. Like, I'm, I'm asking you, like, stop apologizing. She's like, very it's gracious. fine. I love you. It's good. She's wonderful. 
So you're lucky just to have like, such a wonderful mother-in-law because that wouldn't have been the situation if husband's family. So just like, <laughs> what do you think about that? I am mortified. I'm sorry. You want me to be honest or do you want me to lie? No, I want you to be fucking dead honest. I'm fucking dead. Mortified. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If Taylor did that to you. Oh my God. You can't even conceive of it. I can't because she's not like that. She never okay, does but Would anything. you forgive her because she's so wonderful? Of course I'd forgive you, her. You think Annie's not going to like hate me forever. Her. And Annie said she doesn't and she loves me. Annie and Annie always you. says this. Annie always says this. Annie always says this. You are one of my kids. I am your ma, and I you are one of my kids. I felt that way about Teddy. Okay, right. Same. So, like, do her kids ever? Yes. Rude to her? Do they? Yeah, snatch? Allie. No Would one she snatches snatch? anything from her. But no, but like you know, like Annie definitely is like she's like um she's like pose this way. I don't like that bag. Move your hair this way. Like she's like an art director. And then and then so some Allie gets mad. So some the only one that like it's like Allie would be like mom like yeah. that. So. <laughs> So she's kind of used to it. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, for, Allie. Yeah. So, um, but like, so I feel like, but, but, it's, but, and like, I also thought to myself, like, this is something I would do to my parents. Teddy would never do that, though. No, Teddy would never do it to you or her no, own mother. No, I know that. But this is, but I would do this to you or dad. Yeah, you would do it to us. That's so, how I know how. she told me to act, treat that's like, how act I know. like her, my mom. That's how I know. This is how I treat my mom. I know ma. exactly the face you had. <laughs> I know exactly what it felt like when you ripped that phone out of her hand. You I did it. You kept me a monster. I did it to you at Thanksgiving. You remember? You were <sighs> teasing me at Thanksgiving. I how was I teasing? Oh yes. Oh, don't bring it up again. No, no, no. But I said to you, I looked at you and I said, "Mom, stop it." Yeah, yeah. You're, stop you're, it. You can be wicked. Boundaries, scary. bitch. Boundaries, bitch. You like to pretend to be the parent. Yes, I'm I know. an adult. Yes, that's true, Taylor. You are an adult. Sometimes you act like a child. <laughs> I'm a grown up. Sometimes you act like a child, but you are an adult. <laughs> Not a high functioning one sometimes, but yes. <laughs> so, but no, but that, but I just want to say, like, I'm not saying I, it's good. I'm saying though, like, if I, it's not like I'm like an angel to you guys and a monster. Like I, no, you know, you've done it to me. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, just I let know. Annie know that I snap at you. And yes. Snippy snappy sneaker day and it's all good. <laughs> I'll tell her the next time I see. Her. I definitely snap at dad. Ooh, I get in dad's Ooh. face. I'm like nose to nose, like, let's Ooh. go, mother trucker. <laughs> That's old though. I've stopped that. But I thought this was over. Well, you know, it's like a it's like a dormant volcano. Well, you've warned Danny. You gotta be a little leery of yeah, it. Yeah, you've warned Danny, don't push my buttons anymore. This is what you get. It's really so. a red carpet specific situation. Yes, I think it is. It's yeah. True. So we should just keep all family members away from me during red carpet scenarios. Yeah. Um and also we should put we should like put Taylor like in one of those bubble boy like balls when we're red carpet so she can stay protected too. But anyway, hey, what's done is done. Keep but it moving. Do you think it's forgivable? Yes, it's over. It's done. She probably won't really forget. She'll well, be she'll a never take a picture of me again. Just, but it's done. Uh, Just don't dwell on it. Keep it moving. Uh, I'm really good at that. Like shit. I can forget things that happened to. Not well, Annie's a great them. forgetter too. I feel like she does. I, I feel like she doesn't won't even remember that this happened. She'll be like, that didn't happen. Exactly. She's really easy. She's going. so fucking She's cool. Great. Thank She's God great. for Annie. But I, anyway, uh-huh. we love Annie. And I and I debated even telling the story because you know the husbands will hear and be like, "Wait, this is what we're talking about." And just to be clear, just to be clear, I didn't lose my shit on them, and no, they deserved it. They so deserved it. But maybe um, it's all that pent up, unused energy is. on the husbands that poured over into the. That's not true. 
I did say uh, F you to the dad. Yes, you did. I did. So, um, but I came back and apologized. Oh, he so deserved it. He deserved that. it. He, evil. He, des- he deserved it. He more. deserved it. So, so anyway, whatever. I'm glad you said that. Oof, man. Me and Retrospect. my little, me and my little, little temper. Have I always been like this? When you're, did this start? You're pretty feisty. Always. Toddler, always. Yeah. I bit dad on the shoulder once. Ooh, we're in trouble for that. Woo. Uh, I'm trying to remember when this all began. I don't think it started until you were a teenager, like no. this kind of stuff. But, you know. Huh. So it, if you have a really poorly behaved child, just remember that you'll probably have a very nice teenager or adult child. Yes. If you have a very well behaved young child, and be scared. Me. Yes. They may, <laughs> they may all come out in a wild rage when they get older. You get it at some point. You always get it at some point. Nobody's so, perfect. Anyway. You know what, Taylor? No one's perfect. Thanks, don't Mom. Don't worry about it. I'm sure Annie feels. None of her children are perfect. No, Annie, and, and, and listen, I think there's something to be said for fucking up is bad, but when you can own your fuck up and apologize, I think apologies go a long way. That's huge. Not if I do it all You're the time. You're great at that. I'm though. a great apologizer. You are a great apologizer. Not because you do a lot of things wrong, but really, when you do do something wrong, you are a great apologizer. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I write apology notes. I do the whole shebang. Actually, you're one of the best. Thanks. It's because I'm one of the worst. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I just let my freak flag fly. Well, at least everybody knows what they've got with me. I That's wear my right. heart on my goddamn sleeve. That's you, right. you never have to worry about me being secretly mad at you. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. See? Enabling. Loves it. Uh, um, okay, wait. I do have to ask you, though. So I know that's embarrassing. Yes. But is what was the thing, what was the most embarrassed you were ever as my mother? What was the most embarrassing thing I've ever done that you've borne witness to? Oh, geez. I have to think. Okay. Because I see, I let things go. I don't carry these things around with me forever. That's wonderful. The most embarrassing thing that you ever, oh. Uh, what? I know. What? You're not going to like this. Just go. The night before your wedding. Well, yeah. When you drank too much. I didn't drink too much. I was three pounds. Yeah, you had not <laughs> eaten for Five months. Yeah. And then uh, you yeah. tried to force feed me. I tried to force feed you. Strawberry shortcake of all the things. Give yeah. a bitch a lobster yeah. tail. And you were really mad at me. I was like, I'm really not mad. eating that. I, I am said, not eating that. <laughs> I said, okay, <laughs> fine. Fall down the stairs, break your nose, and show up tomorrow with two black eyes after you've been planning this wedding for two years. <laughs> and you said, don't come to my wedding tomorrow. <gasps> In front of anybody? I think daddy, maybe. Oh, that's not embarrassing. That's just mean. You know what's crazy? It makes sense now why you were so mad at me the, ne- the next day. I have no recollection of that. Yeah, I know. I do not remember saying that to you. Now, why did you think I was so mad? Because I thought you were mad that I was drunk. No, so mad. I was, I, That's also, you should have been like, bitch, I, wanted, I paid for a third. I, I was going to make you pay. I was going to make you beg me to come. Didn't you notice? You came upstairs. I wasn't ready. Yeah, you locked yourself in the closet. I I thought you were being dramatic. I know. I wasn't getting ready. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. She told me not to come. So I said, did that? I was blackout. (laughs) I had no no idea. But that was the meanest thing. (gasps) My question wasn't meanest, Mom. It was most embarrassing. Jeez. It was embarrassing. Way to slip that that shame bomb in there. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. Honestly. No, I, I deserved really it. No, 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 no. I deserved it. No, I deserved it. Right. I deserved you, it. Though you did say most embarrassing. That is mean. If that was embarrassing, no, you being drunk at your rehearsal dinner. Was yeah, yeah, but people get drunk. Let's get over that. Yeah, I know, but yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were so critical of you. Well, pff, whatever. And it was like, oh, great. This is all we need. So, 
I, that was it. That wins the prize. That's it? The most embarrassing? Yeah. You weren't embarrassed when I yelled at Zach's roommate? <gasps> well, I really was not present for that. I was in the car waiting for you because we were supposed to be oh, going to a concert. That's probably Zach's most embarrassing story of yes. me. Hands yes. down. Yes. Really? There was nothing else I ever did that was more embarrassing? No, honest to God, I can't think of anything. Oh, you dating that bad boy in high school. That's not embarrassing. embarrassing. That just yes, made you mad. Is. No, it's embarrassing. Does, is it everything your kid do that's bad? Oh, oh wait, question. Well, it makes you... When you're a parent, so bad equals embarrassing. Yes. Oh. Because it's like a reflection. You feel like it's a reflection on you. Got as, it. As being a bad parent. Well, actually, so, but, well, this is something interesting. You'll and see when you have I a baby. Sa- I, no, and I said it when we did the podcast where dad talked about, you know, his pants. Oh, so but Allie was listening, my sister-in-law. And she, she's the most embarrassing. And she was listening to it. And she said did that she I said die? she was dying. But she said I said something in there that she, she said really resonated with her. And I said, Mom, I'm not your I'm not a report card in human form. Yeah. Yeah. But now it makes sense. Like, so when you're an, when you're a parent, you your kid feels like a, a report card in human form. Totally. So whenever they're bad, it is embarrassing. 100%. So me yelling at my mother-in-law is pretty, maybe that should go top three? I wasn't there. Right. So it's hard when you say, was I embarrassed? Because I wasn't there. Right. So that's why I wasn't embarrassed. I am embarrassed that you did it. But... Would you like to know the most embarrassing thing you've ever done to oh, me? Oh, good Lord, I'm because so Because the fun thing about mothers and daughters is, Daughters can definitely embarrass mothers, but guess what can also happen? Was it whipping your your um, chronic CD out the window like it was a Frisbee as I was driving down the road? Uh, you throwing my chronic 2000 CD wasn't embarrassing. <laughs> it was infuriating. <laughs> I bought for with my own babysitting money. <laughs> I said, this has parental advisory on it. And, I and did she not chucked it out advisory. the window from the woman who made me learn as a toddler who was sex. I'm not your mother. Literally, Ooh. the hypocrisy is beyond... <laughs> So, no, that was not embarrassing. That was just rude. No, the most embarrassing, the most embarrassed oh, I think I ever I'm was. I'm scared. I'm scared. So, I was working at SiriusXM. Don't interrupt my story because I know oh, you're going to. I know exactly. And was. I was working with Kenny and Victoria. I know. The audience remembers this. If you're an OG, you remember this. And my mother <laughs> no. called into the show to yell. They didn't air it. I don't know. No, they didn't. Oh, I they talked didn't? to Kenny off air. Okay. He answered the phone. So we were talking on air. So the day before Kenny and I got into a fight and we got into a fight and I'm just going to tell the fucking story now because you know what? It's been years and I don't give a shit. So Kenny and I were fighting about something really stupid. We like, we, we worked so much together that we like all just fought. And Victoria ganged up. Oh, too. oh. Vic- so Victoria and I were in a perpetual state of fighting over Kenny and Kenny didn't like it and also fucking loved it. Let's get real. Two women fighting over him. He loved it. So, like, we both wanted to work with him and, like, have the other one, like, leave this show. And it was my show. So, I was like, you, Victoria, leave. And, like, Kenny can choose if he wants to stay or leave. You're staying, you're staying, you're staying. So, anyway. (laughs) So, him and I were super close. And he would always say to me, like, oh, my God. Like, you know, he he probably was playing us a little bit about these, I guess, each other. Whatever. I mean, listen, he was a young guy. I don't even hold it against him. It was like we were children. But he had just said to me, like, the other day, we were, like, getting drinks. And he was, like, we were talking shit about Victoria. And he was, like... He had said to me, there's no one more insecure than Victoria. He had said it to me, point, point blank. Okay. So a couple days later, we're on the air and we're talking about stuff. And we got into a conversation about like in being insecure. And I said to me, like, I am insecure, but like, I'm secure enough to know I'm insecure. So like, that doesn't make me that secure. And I don't know if I pissed him off or if I said something that made him mad, but he was in a mood with me and he looked at me and he said, no, you're the most insecure person I know. (laughs) And I was like, What? And Victoria was, like, vigorously shaking her head. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Fuck you. And I'm like, I'm the most 
insecure person, you know, like looking at him like, are you going to do this right now? You just told me yesterday that this bitch is the most insecure <laughs> person, you know. And now you're sitting here like fronting it different in front of her. And I got gotcha. you. And yeah. I'm going to, you better be scared, bitch. Because I'm, I'm about to tell your, your secret. Yeah. And he looked me dead in the eyes and he said, yes. And I didn't cry because he said I was insecure. I cried because I couldn't believe that he had just said that to me and that he looked me dead in my face and act like he didn't say it. Because right. we were so fucking close. And listen, we were like siblings, so we fought like siblings. But we were so fucking tight that I was like, I was, I was like, you know when you're so mad, you cry? Yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. But I everyone remember. Th- but everyone thought I was on air. But everybody thought I was crying because I was like so like, I'm not insecure. And like yeah. maybe a little bit of it was, but like you're I really don't care about being was, called stupid or insecure. I cried because I, the script. I was, I, it felt like such a betrayal. Yes. And then also in front of Victoria, like the, like the biggest betrayal. So whatever, we got over it and like him and I had a private talk and I was like, dude, like that was such bullshit. And he apologized. It was fine. So then like the, the next, next a, a couple days later, and I cried on air and like my mom heard and she's protective over me. So like the next day we were getting to a heated debate again, the three of us. And mom like was like, not on my watch. Not today, Satan. No. So this biznage so calls 888-81-COSMO because that was the name of the station that you would dial and the toll number. picks up the phone. And usually Victoria picked up. But for whatever reason, she was like doing something or maybe she's outside. I would have said it to Victoria. No, no, no. You were calling to yell at Victoria. Yeah, I was actually. And you were calling to yell at Victoria, but Kenny picked up. So you were just like, well, whoever picks up the phone and you and I was like, what is going on? And I could see Kenny like look like, oh, my God. But I don't remember if I knew it was you on the phone because I I could see the numbers coming through. So I would recognize your number, yeah. but I don't think it occurred to me to even like check that. The blood rushed out. What did the blood he rush looked, out of his face? Like he looked like he had seen like the rising dead. A dust. A dust. <laughs> a dust. And he turned completely sheet white. And then he hung up the phone and he said, I said, what the hell? He said, your mom just called and yelled at me and told me if I make you cry again, she's like going to fucking kill me or something. Or don't you dare do it again, Kenny. Or you tell Victoria. Oh, that's what it was. You yelled at Kenny to yell at Victoria. You tell you Victoria, but that deep off. do. Back off. And then Kenny told, and I was so embarrassed. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been that more embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Because. And my mommy bare instinct. My did. mommy had to call I know, I know. to yell at my, technically, they weren't really my employees because I couldn't hire them and fire them. But like, I got, like, I approved him in that job as my producer, then co-host. You know what I mean? Victoria was pushed upon me. Give me a break. But like my maybe like subordinates, like I was definitely in a power. I I was supposedly in a power position. And it was so. And the truth was, I wasn't in a power position over them, but I didn't need them to be reminded of that the day after I cried on the air. And you calling it. I know you were calling to protect me, but it was so deflating. And then it had to become about me being mad at you. (laughs) Oh, It's okay. I forgive you. That embarrassment when it fell off the bumper boats at Starland. I ran away. <laughs> that was honestly more embarrassing. That was hysterical. And the other thing that you did that was embarrassing was <gasps> oh, oh you. Oh, my God. You're going to get the whole rundown. You what, did I, what else did made I Made me do? wear an outfit that you said was an outfit. It was pajamas. And everybody knew it was pajamas. And you, yeah. you insisted it was an outfit. It was I pink swore. with little white bunnies, bunnies all over it. And I swear to God, I, at that time, I really did think it was an outfit. Well, but it was now, pajamas. But now in retrospect, it was pajamas. And everybody I, made fun I of me. I didn't think it was, but now I know. They were right. It was and I pajamas. came home and I said, Mom, these oh are pajamas. God, no, but I didn't think they were. And you said, like, they're, they're, they're not, not pajamas. They are an outfit. They're just jealous of you. Go back to school in that oh pajama outfit. Sorry. I did not say. They're just jealous of the you. The wounds of childhood. 
Oh, so anyway, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible mother. Well, I'm sorry, and I'm just a terrible person. I'm so, <laughs> thank you for making friends with me, though. Thank you for See, making. I'm not Uba. always terrible. No. You, you will forever have a get out of jail free card. Thank you for making friends I, with me. How do I say it? Friends for me with friends Uba. for me with Uba. I appreciate it because she is just the gift She's that keeps on giving, and I'm so happy that now the rest of the world gets to see how awesome she is. I know. You know what? I'm going to have you back on. We need to talk about Jen Alliance because I feel like there was oh that second episode of Roni just aired. And I have to say, I was kind of iffy about Jenna after the first episode. And maybe I was just jealous because I was like, oh, they have a lesbian on who's richer than me. I'm never getting on this show. I wore my underpants to a premiere party for nothing. No, she just didn't. She didn't shine in the very first episode. They didn't give her a lot. But you and I were watching this episode wow. together, and the she way Jenna sh- I, Jenna has to come on this podcast. Well, Uba will obviously be on because she's my girl. But Jenna has to come on because it was like she was telling my story. Yes, of how she came out. And we just watched it and said that it was wow, so powerful. I said that's just how you felt. I know. It's just like you. I know. So you definitely should interview her. I was captivated by her story I was too, because I'm a narcissist. No, she was just great. No, she was great. Well, because you're an enabler. Duh. She told my story. <laughs> and then I was like, Razzle, Frazzle, she told my story. <laughs> so I'm going to find her and yell at her on a red carpet. Oh, stop. I'm joking. Oh. You guys, um, uh, um, that was so fun. I love you. Thank you for being a good sport as too, always. always and forever, even when you embarrass me. Um, Uba, I'll always love you forever and ever. You're the best. Uba, I love you to bits and pieces. I so does Uba Mama. Too. We love oh, you so, so much. much, Amore. You're such a star, Amore. We're so happy the whole world gets to see what a star you are. We've known forever. We knew, we knew first. Yeah. And um, I found you first, Uba. Yeah, I discovered did. you. And um, and also, I just want to say I am sorry to my amazing mother-in-law. You are a gift. Annie, I love you, I too. never take you for granted. I know what it's like to not have a great uh, in-law situation, and you are such a fucking gift from the gods. So, oh, you really Annie, are, Annie. I love you. You can come stay with us for as long as you want, whenever you want. You... Don't take her so seriously, Annie. She doesn't. Thank she, God. Her bark is way worse than her bite. Well, she knows what a little, like, fraudulent bitch I am. Yeah, she loves you. Anyway, you guys. You're lovable. It's a good thing you're so lovable. Thank God. And speaking of you guys, thank you for listening every single week. Hey, do me a favor. I'll yell at you. <laughs> oh, God forbid. No, I'm joking. Do it. Do me a favor. Please share this podcast with your friends, your family, your coworkers, everybody. You guys, we got an, we got an army of listeners. But you know what? A bitch could always use more. So please share me with the people that you love. And hopefully they'll love my version of crazy as well. Um, and don't forget, when you love the show, it means the world. It's like tipping somebody, a bartender, a barista. The way you tip podcasters is you rate, you review, wait. Rate, review, subscribe. Look at you. Look at you me. rate, review, and you subscribe. Um, subscribe just means you like when a new episode comes out, it drops and you know it so you don't miss one. And then rate and review, just give me five stars and just give me an HGH. Give me a hey, girl, hey. Give me like a, I'm a crazy bitch too. I don't even care what you say. Just say, you could just leave like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Doesn't matter to me. Just leave you a comment. You can write on there, she's never yelled at me, at least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe you've been one of the fortunate listeners who I have yelled at. <laughs> So Watch anyway, out. just me and Miranda Lambert over Watch here. Watch out, girls. You guys, um, no, that's it for us this week. Have a great one. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.